think so many of us focus in on who we were at one point of our life and how that's just sort of become the jacket that we wear, which is based upon the circumstances that have happened in the past and are perhaps not using enough opportunity to connect in with the vision for, okay, so where are we heading? Welcome to Her Power the Podcast with me, Zoe Fox. This is the podcast where we help women to really take off the shackles of the past and connect with and unleash their greatest potential. So if you're tired of being held back by societal expectations, limiting beliefs, outdated thinking patterns, I think you're going to love this podcast. I've been putting in the work over the last decade plus to really fine-tune my mindset and my mental health. I've gone from suffering with PTSD, anxiety, depression and agoraphobia, feeling lost, stuck on a corporate hamster wheel that I absolutely hated, to now just really fulfilling my dreams and waking up with a sense of purpose every day. And that's despite the fact that I suffered a life-changing spinal cord injury a couple of years ago. So I'm just here to share some of the best lessons that I've learned in the hope that you can take some of them on board and really connect in with just how good life can get for you too. So happy 2023. Things are looking a little bit different. You could be watching this or you could be listening to this. I am giving it a good go now at adding a visual dimension to the podcast and what we're doing. So it all feels a little bit new to me, to be honest. And it's probably going to take me a minute to get into the swing of it. But the goal, well, one of the goals for this year is for me to reach even more women with the message, with the work, and just in the hope that more women are going to join me on this journey. Because I know over the last year, one of the really beautiful things that I've enjoyed and appreciated is the women that have contacted me that have listened to the podcast and have told me that the content in it is helping them to think about things differently and to implement changes in their lives which is meaning that they're having just more fulfilled and empowered lives and that for me is purpose when I think back to my darkest points where I couldn't even see the light for myself let alone have found the light the light and then want to share it with other people it's, um, it's amazing for me to see the progress and I know it's possible because I've done it, which is why I'm here to share what I've learned in the hope that it might help you too. So please bear with me a little bit while I adjust to this new setup where you might be able to watch it on YouTube as well as listen to it on Apple and Spotify now. It's a big change for me. It's something that I've been putting off for the longest I did start trying to record it and then I was finding all these reasons why I shouldn't do it, why I couldn't do it. But 2023, that's not the energy. There are no obstacles anymore. We are beating all the obstacles down and stepping over them and seeing, yeah, just how good life can get. Just seeing what we're really capable of when we stop allowing these excuses to hold us back. Because I allowed excuses to hold me back for decades the anxiety served as a really good excuse for me to not do a lot of stuff but now I've healed my anxiety I've got no reason now to stay stuck so it's become quite a fun experiment for me to see just how much I can push myself 
and with stuff like doing this now, um, the recording of this and getting in front of the camera and not exactly knowing how to do all of the technical bits, years ago, I would have let that just stop me dead in my tracks. Oh, I don't know how to do it. So, oh, you don't know how to do it, so you're not going to bother <laughs> trying then. You know, you'll watch one YouTube video and then, oh, I surrender. So no more because you know what? It doesn't get you anywhere, does it? So it might not be perfect. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons is it might not be perfect, but it's better done than not done at all. So I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and a great new year. I know it can be a difficult time for a lot of people. So I hope you're doing okay through it. I think I wanted to start off by just shouting out the listeners of the podcast, those of you that I know that are getting great benefit from the podcast and the people that just, yeah, make me want to keep going when I get your messages and your, you know, your DMs and stuff like that. And I'm hearing about how it's impacting you. I'm like, this is exactly why I'm getting out of my comfort zone because there's women out there that are relying on me to stand up and be like this is what I've learned this is what I did and you know maybe you could try this too if it feels right for you so shout out to Hayley um Hayley S Hayley J shout out to Z shout out to Nina James uh Patsy Aisha just big love to those of you that actually yeah reach out and let me know what's impacting you and how it really does mean a lot to me over the course of the next year I would love to get to know more of you by name so please do slide on into my dms and let me know you know which particular things you're struggling with which particular things have helped which things have given you food for thought if any and another great way to let me know what you're thinking or feeling if you don't feel like sliding into the dms is you can leave a review on apple if you're an apple podcast listener you're able to leave five stars if you think it's five star content and you're able to write a little caption there as well which can give me a little flavor of what people are really thinking because uh, it can be a lonely world podcasting like at the moment i'm just sitting in my living room in the dark on my own and I know it's reaching people because I can see the stats, but when you don't get the feedback, you're like, well, you know, yeah, how is it resonating? Because it matters to me to know what's most important to you. So please feel free to leave a review. You can also email me at hello at zoefox.co.uk if there's anything that you'd like to say in particular. I always welcome it. And you can come along and find me on the socials at zoe.e.fox on Instagram. I've just started a new Facebook page like a million years late, but that's zoe.e.fox as well. Um, also on TikTok at Her Power the Podcast. Yes, you can find us there. And I'm hoping this year to just be a little bit more consistent with the output. But we are doing our best. <laughs> we are doing our best. So in 2022, we had some fantastic episodes, which stimulated quite a lot of feedback and people saying that they found them beneficial, uh, beneficial, which was really good. So just to name a few of the top episodes, if you haven't listened to them and you'd like to check them out. One of the episodes that a lot of people commented was Anxious Thoughts. And that episode is just exploring the idea of separating yourself from your anxious thoughts, which I think 
people found helpful. Another one was the life audit episode. So that's just assessing what your most important values and desires are to help make sure really that, yeah, you're acting in line with them and to get you thinking about, you know, what what is existing in your life at the moment that isn't really suiting those values. And then we can see, you know, what needs tweaking and what we can change. Nurturing a positive mindset. So that episode for me is a biggie really, because if you can nurture a positive mindset, you can absolutely change your experience. As I've mentioned before, you know, when I was in my darkest, darkest mindset, it was a habit. I was just playing this pattern on loop and my brain didn't know what else to do. So I think it's been really good for me to break out of that cycle through the years and find new ways of thinking. And I think I am a little bit annoying for some people because I am quite positive and people don't always want positivity. So if you are, you know, not into positive vibes, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. I'm not delusional. I'm realistic, but I just choose to look for the highest expression in all of my experiences after like decades of basically catastrophizing everything and looking at everything in the most negative light. It's going from the classic glass half empty to glass half full. Glass, oh my gosh, I said glass. I've been living in London for too long. Send me back up to Birmingham. We call them glasses in Birmingham, not glasses. Oh, my Brummie people are going to be coming for me with that one. (laughs) So, yeah, another one that we had was learning life lessons from repeating patterns, which is another really important thing to do, because, again, back in the day, I found myself going through cycles, getting into relationships, situations where similar patterns were playing out that were not serving me. But because I I was acting exactly the same way, throughout all of these relationships I wasn't doing anything different that just sort of allowed them to to continue so it's about becoming mindful of these patterns that are coming up in our life and then realizing the lessons that there are to take from them because in many instances patterns show up to get our attention because if we're not paying attention if we're going through life mindlessly and not looking at these little subtle things then before you know it, you can be getting into all sorts of madness. And one of the biggest tips that I can give in life is to stay as mindful as you can throughout your entire day. And I know that stuff happens, stuff comes up, it can throw you. But if you have got this consciousness and awareness of the impact of your thoughts on your experience, then you'll be more inclined to want to check in with yourself and see how you're doing and make sure that your thoughts haven't gone in a downward spiral because of one thing that happened in the morning or one bad driver that managed to do your head in on the road or somebody that's annoyed you at work or whatever. The more mindful you can be, the easier it is to regain control over these circumstances Another one was meeting your future self, which was just inviting you to, yeah, have a little dream, have a little think about who you want to evolve into, who is your future self and what do they want for you and how can we start to alter our behaviour now so that we can step more in line with that highest vision for ourselves and, yeah, really explore 
our potential. Another episode, which didn't go live last year, but it's one that it was from the year before, actually, but it's one that gets sort of continual people coming back to me was the episode um, which I did about when my boyfriend died. And I know that a few people have sort of hit me up on the socials and said that they'd searched the podcasts because their boyfriend had died and they'd come across the episode and they were really grateful for it. And it's those little reminders that, you know, when you're going through a dark time, you're not the only person that's been through it. And actually sometimes in just being honest and open about our experiences, that we might be able to minimise the pain and suffering for other people if other people just realise that they're not so alone. And that was one of the biggest factors for me when I went through, God, when I've been through some of my biggest challenges, was that sense of just feeling so isolated and so alone and just that nobody really understood my experience, which is a big driver for me because I know there's a lot of women out there that go through the things that I've been through and a lot of women that are going through these things on their own and I just want to sort of be there to say you're not alone and there is a light at the end of the tunnel if there's one thing that I could hope for is that if there's a woman in a dark space somewhere about something that she can perhaps look at my experience of bringing myself back from the brink and that that might just give her a little bit of hope that it can be possible so that's one of my big driving forces so when I think about 2023 and I've spent the last few weeks pondering because I haven't been any episodes because I've been enjoying Christmas with the little one and I tend to like to do that when the holidays come about is just try and be as present as I can and it's just sort of yeah spending a lot of time thinking and reflecting and just connecting inwards in quiet moments to think about this year and yeah, what is this year going to be about? And I think for a lot of people, there's going to be a real big opportunity for us to go inwards and to really connect in with what we want and who we want to become. I think so many of us focus in on who we were at one point of our life and how that's just sort of become the jacket that we wear, which is based upon the circumstances that have happened in the past and perhaps not using enough opportunity to connect in with the vision for, okay, so where are we heading? Never mind where we've come from and who we've been, like pay respect to that and the things that have brought us to this point and give thanks to that. But what do we want from life and how are we going to evolve? I think for many of us, we grew up in society with limited ideas of what we can achieve based upon race, based upon class, based upon our gender. And I know a lot of women growing up, particularly in my sort of era, you know, born in the 80s, early 80s, women were sort of housewives and not really, you know, big aspirations. And I never really saw any women that looked like me doing what I'm doing now. I've always had this sort of, heart-centered pull but never really knew what I wanted to be or what I wanted to do because I couldn't see anyone else at that time really doing it apart from like Oprah perhaps but 
I really lacked a lot of examples, which has meant that it's been a bit of a longer path, really, trying to figure it out for myself, which is another motivation for me to want to just share everything that I learn in case there are women out there that are stuck on their path somewhere like I was for long periods of time, not really knowing an alternative way to be other than perhaps your traditional nine to five route, which I have to say was not for me. I was in corporate banking for over 12 years and I really, really struggled there. I mean, I was dealing with a lot of unresolved trauma at the time and then going into an environment that didn't really see me, didn't really value me, didn't really nurture me and didn't recognise actually that at the time I was struggling with these mental health issues, it was not conducive really to me feeling fulfilled. I remember waking up particularly you know when the clocks had changed and getting up on those dark mornings and just feeling so bleak having to force myself out of bed just sitting at the edge of the bed feeling like a total zombie knowing that I was going to have to rush about and then go and get on the tube packed in like a sardine just to go and you know put stuff into the computer all day long that for me had no soul no meaning no purpose couldn't understand it in the bigger picture so yeah those were dark times so I'm just like trying to prove to other women that there are alternative ways of being if you are slightly creative if you are heart-centered if you're spiritually minded yeah I'm just enjoying the fact that now I'm starting to see more women really connecting with their paths and their desires and their motivations and going for it. And yeah, it's really inspiring. So again, thinking about themes for this year and the energy of 2023, going in, having to think about who we want to become and then taking the time to really tune into any resistance. I remember a point when like I'm sort of a, like I've sort of alluded to, where I used to run away from resistance, but now resistance to me, it's like it's the juice, it's the grit, it's the bit that tells me where the work needs to be done. Like with this podcast and turn it in, turning it into an audio, uh, a visual version, finding all the excuses to not do it. But this time I'm like, no, there's no excuses. My motivation for the outcome is greater then my desire to want to not explore the resistance. So I spent a lot of the morning today faffing around, trying to test out the audio, test out the camera, trying to make it work. And I struggled, but I've done it. And that's another big thing I think is instead of pursuing perfection, it's just going for action and getting it done. And then, you know, once it's done, then you can learn from it, can't you? So this morning, like I say, I had a little faff about, did a little bit of a test record. There are a few things I weren't happy with. But until I'd actually taken the steps to do it, I wouldn't know what steps to take next. And I think so often we we get stuck at this, you know, oh, this big final end point that we need to achieve this end point thing. But then actually, when you get to the end point, it's really just the beginning it's like this never ending sort of cycle of thinking that you're at the end, but actually you're just at the beginning. So 
yeah, it's taking the action though, isn't it? That helps you to unfold the next step. So with that said, another theme for 2023 is courage. It's the courage to do the things that we know we want to do, but perhaps are afraid to admit or don't have enough self-belief to even believe ourselves that we can do it. It's about having the courage to believe in the possibility, to believe in our potential and just explore that. And if that brings up resistance, then well, what is it trying to tell you? If there's something in, in your head that you want to do, a business that you want to start, a book that you want to write, um, a podcast that you want to start, a message that you've got to give, why are you not doing it already? And I'm sure there'll be a big list of excuses as to why it's not happened yet. But are they just excuses? Are they legitimate? Explore those. Explore. If you've got this idea in your head of something that you want to do, write it down. I'm a big advocate for writing things down because I really think it helps you to process. It's helped me to process. In the absence of therapy, I think writing and journaling and reflective sort of thinking is um, is a huge thing to do, especially if you're low income and you struggle to access therapy or, you know, anything like that. Writing can really help. So, yeah, just do a little bit of ex- exploring around your bigger vision for yourself and then what you think is holding you back and then really explore whether or not they're legitimate excuses or whether they are just excuses and I think the fun then is in actually pushing yourself outside of those comfort zones if there's something that you want to do that you've been putting off for whatever reason just do it and then I think when you find you do it when you do it you're like oh that wasn't such a big thing but then you realize okay I've done that now that's shown me that actually that wasn't such a big deal but now I need to do this And just keep pushing yourself. And that's what I've been doing, particularly after my spinal cord injury. Like I've been doing this mindset work for over a decade now, but it definitely got turbocharged after my spinal cord injury. And I, even though I've been doing the work, like you have to understand just how anxious I was for a very long period of my time, of, of my life. I can't even put words into this anxiety it was very, very restricting in my life. So if you knew me then and you knew me now, you totally understand what a different person I am. But if you're only, you know, new to me through this podcast or um, through Instagram, you see a different version of me. So for me, it's like, it's quite incredible, really, to think about just how far I've come. But it's taken courage. And I can honestly say that it's going through those moments of like oh I don't want to do it to doing it and when you do it it's like the biggest sense of reward and I think you get that sort of dopamine hit when you step out and achieve something and then it has the potential to really snowball because you're like okay well if I can do that then what else can I do and for me after my injury because I was having to learn how to walk again and it's really interesting actually I was thinking about it the other day my spinal cord injury really gave me the opportunity to be born again and to learn everything from scratch. And what's interesting for me is that my daughter, it happened on her first birthday, 
So we were learning to do things at the same time, learning to walk, learning to use the toilet again. And it might, you know, it's embarrassing for some people to have to talk about, but I think when you have a spinal cord injury, and it's the stuff that people, you know, people use the toilet day in and day out. It's a natural part of our human anatomy, isn't it? But there's this oh, this thing about using the toilet and using the bathroom that makes everybody really embarrassed. But when you have to come face to face with an injury that damages your spinal cord, leaving you with issues with your bladder and your bowels and your function, and you really have to sort of surrender yourself to that level of vulnerability. It's interesting because you hear people say, you know, when they win awards, oh, I'm humbled. But is it humbling to win awards? I don't know. I think in my head it feels like the opposite, actually. It's more of like an an ego massage. like Because I've won an award, which was an amazing thing that happened last year as well, um, which was beautiful. And I've won awards, you know, when I was uh, in corporate before, and you say, oh, I'm so humbled, but actually, no, I tell you what was humbling, lying on a bed with no control over your bladder and your bowels, having a young nurse cleaning you down because you're battered, bruised and broken, sitting naked in a wheelchair, you know, that's humbling. <laughs> so that really tore apart everything that I thought about myself, believed about myself, believed about the world. And it was a real opportunity for me to start again, that learning to walk, learning to rediscover who I was now with this disability. So, you know, in many respects, it has been a blessing because it was like the the jolt that I needed to just get rid of that last bit of um, anxiety that was sort of all the limiting beliefs that were sort of stopping me from taking the action that I felt as though I was being called to take. Like there's always been a calling and a pulling that I've often denied and put aside because the voices, you know, of, of doubt and, and of limiting belief that are just chipping away, chipping away, keeping you small. So it's exciting to get to a point where you are taking action and I want you all to feel that, which is why I'm like, just continually trying to take myself out of my comfort zone just to be an example really of what can be possible from rock bottom so in stepping into this new role of deep courage and facing these difficulties in these dark places we also have to show a bit of kindness to ourselves and just to be more nurturing towards ourselves. I mean, if you're a parent, you'll know what it's like to really care for a small human. You might not even be a parent. You might have a small human in your life that you really care for. Or if you've got a pet and how, you know, you would never fail to feed them or keep them warm or nourished or content. But with ourselves, why do we find it so easy to put ourselves on the back burner? Why do we find it so easy to put everybody and everything before us? So I'm inviting you this year to have a think about how you can nurture yourself more and think about that inner child within you. If you struggle to think about how you might nurture yourself, think about the little child that lives within you that that needs that nurturing 
because we deserve it. And also if we're, if we're going into places where we are breaking through our comfort zone a little bit, we can feel a little bit tender and a little bit vulnerable and doing this deep work, it brings stuff up. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it's easy. It's like holding up a mirror of horror stories sometimes when we're facing ourselves and the things that we've had tucked away in these little boxes because they've been too difficult or too painful to manage, or we've just not known how to manage them. So we've, you know, compacted them, tucked them away and buried them deep within us. But actually, they're sitting there within the core of our existence, impacting every single thing that we do and every experience that we have. So it's, it's again, going back to the courage, being prepared to face some of that stuff, as scary as it sounds, but then backing that up with that nurturing, that kindness, that support that you need. And another thing with that is implementing boundaries when we're going to these places where we need to break ourselves down so that we can build ourselves back up. We need to be able to implement boundaries so that we can protect our healing journeys. And I think for, well, for me, I mean, I've been a a perpetual people pleaser really for many years. And, And as an empathetic sort of soul, there's something within me that always wants to serve, always want to, you know, make people happy and you know make sure others are okay but at what cost you know I've been in relationships in the past where I've done nothing but want to try and save people that are not ready to be saved and that's been at my own expense so yeah just be mindful of your boundaries while you're on your healing journey if you need your time and your space honor yourself with that time and space experiment with saying no to some people and it might make you feel a bit uncomfortable to have to do that if you've never had a boundary existence if people have always been able to dip in and take 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 you know it's going to be a new experience for you to learn how to act with boundaries but also the people who have been the beneficiaries of your willingness to give are going to have to relearn how to engage with these boundaries and they might not you know, not everyone's going to accept it. People will fall off along the way. I'm sure of it. But we have to think about ourselves and it's okay to do that. Again, another thing, you know, uh, being women in these societies that we find ourselves in, there's this sense that women always have to put other people first as mothers, as nurturers, even if you're, you know, a woman who hasn't been able to have a child but you still carry that sort of nurturing nature sense of always putting others first, always making sure that everyone's okay before yourself. It's about just honouring the fact that, you know, you deserve to fill your cup up first. Like they say on the aeroplane, and it about putting on your life jacket. You put yours on first before you start helping anyone else. If the pot is empty, how can we serve? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how you observe where you feel as though boundaries are being pushed a little bit and where you feel as though people are infringing on your time and your space. And you'll notice it within you. You know, you might feel um, notice feelings of resentment bubbling up within you if people have got expectations or demands of you that perhaps you don't want to you know you don't want to fulfill so it's interesting to just do a little bit of observation around those areas 
another thing that I've been thinking about for 2023 is authenticity and I'm going through a process at the moment of if you're a regular listener to the show you'll know that last year one of my big highlights was getting a mentorship with Hay House Publishing. If you're not familiar with Hay House they're like the biggest publisher of personal development and self-help books and yeah I managed to I applied I sent in you know my assignment and I was successful and was granted a place on the program so now they're helping me to think about how I'm going to bring my message to the world and that's had me sort of thinking a lot about my own experience and what I've put out there and how much more there is to me and yeah just sort of saying this year I'm not fitting in anybody's boxes this is me take it as you find me if it's not for you that's all good we don't have to be for everyone that's another thing you know as a people pleaser it's all right to have people that don't feel your vibe not everybody has to be for everyone but for the people that do resonate with what I'm saying or do feel like you know we're on the same kind of vibes then that's all good but it's also accepting that not everybody has to be into what you're doing and that's okay And I think one of the challenges that I found was having created like my first sort of mini platform on Instagram, which was based around the natural hair world and talking about hair. And obviously now the content has gone quite a bit deeper and it's not resonating with everybody. And that's okay. Not everybody wants to open Pandora's box and examine themselves. And some people are all good just having a good time right about now. Do you know what I mean? Not everybody wants to get deep all the time, Zoe. Okay. But that's what uh, that's what kind of gives me joy. So if you're in for going deep, then you're in the right place. So, yeah, how can we find ways to be more authentic so that we're not feeling as though we're stifling our voices how are we as women gonna really step into our into our authenticity so that we can share our true voice our true wants needs and desires that are not suppressed by societal expectations and ideas of how much we should have to say because that's something else that I struggled with a lot sort of in different parts of school and then again in the workplace corporate workplaces um you know, keep yourself small, keep keep yourself quiet, don't be too loud, don't be too proud, don't be too confident, don't have too much to say, don't be too bolshy, stay in your place. But yeah, you know, we weren't put here to stay in our place. We were here to shine bright and some people just need to get over that. And if the light is too bright, put on your glasses and turn away. Do you know what I mean? You haven't got to stand around. But yeah. So, yeah, the last thing really in thinking about this year is just surrendering to the still moments, finding comfort in being quiet, in being still, and in not filling every single gap with a distraction. It's so easy, isn't it, when you've got your phone on your hand to just, you know, and if you've got a busy brain like I have, it's always like, oh, asking random questions that need answering 
heading to Google, putting on the TV, scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on Facebook, scrolling through TikTok, getting lost in the rabbit hole. How can we just be more aware of when we are getting sucked into that? As my mentor calls it, the scroll of death, where you're just like, I'm not even serving any purpose right now, but I'm just scrolling and scrolling and then, oh, look how she cleans her cupboards or, oh, look how she decorates her cakes. Sometimes it's okay if that's what you want to do. But what I'm trying to do more of is thinking about, is that meeting my intentions for this year? Because that helps you to become more boundaried with yourself as well. And yeah, is it serving where it is we're heading? Because there's so many distractions out there and they all work really, really well. So that's another muscle that we need to try and flex is about noticing when we're getting sucked into other people's agendas or distractions and not focusing on where we need our attention to be. And it doesn't always mean that we have to be like, you know, hustling and grinding. It's just, yeah, having enough awareness to know that sometimes the best thing you could be doing is literally just sitting still or if there's something specific that you need to read or look into just trying to sort of keep your mind more focused this is like I'm I'm talking to myself here really and truly because I've got like my brain is like it's got a million tabs open at all times and my phone pretty much backs up that (laughs) so yeah I think there's I've got uh, probably as many tabs as you can have open in in my um, internet explorer thing so it's just about knowing when to bring it back in, bring it back into center or just bring it back into focus, whatever the focus is meant to be. If the focus is meant to be all about you just enjoying this peace and this quiet and this moment and connecting with your breath, then make sure that you're taking the time to do that. So much wisdom can be found in these quiet moments, but we're also conditioned to just stay busy and as though, you know, the way to success is by constantly being busy. But actually, you can have so many revelationary moments in the stillness and in the quiet. And some of the biggest moments for me that happened last year were the things that came up when I was taking the time to sit down and meditate and to connect. Stuff that were just at absolutely blew my mind which I'm sure I will share more about as time goes by there's still a a lot of stuff that happened last year that I'm absorbing um but yeah it feels good so just try and find those spaces to indulge yourself with a little bit of peace and a little bit of quiet and yeah quiet reflection so I think that's it really for today I'm just kind of getting used to this new format and yeah because when I usually record the podcast I'm just sort of sitting there swinging about in my chair my eyes are closed you know just pondering life so it's quite different to do it like this so if you are an audio only listener thank you for your patience while we make this adjustment and if you're of course if you're a visual viewer and this is going to be on like YouTube or something bear with me while I sort of get into my groove with it but it's nice to be stepping out of the comfort zone and doing something different for 2023 and yeah just really stepping into where I can feel the energy going I'm excited to be doing this with you all I'm excited to get to know more about you as we go don't forget to you know get in touch with me on the socials at zoe.e.fox um 
send me an email if there's anything that you want to say and if you are going to share the podcast with your friends or your family that would be amazing this is like the biggest way that this podcast grows I don't really do much marketing at the moment but I love the way that women are just telling other women that really really helps and I really really appreciate that so thank you if you are going to share on the socials please do tag me at zoe.e.fox so I can reshare it and yeah just see what it is that you've got to say about the show so on that note I will leave it there I'm sending you big love and peace and yeah I think that's it for today and uh, we'll come back bigger and better next week big love peace out and I'll catch you then <laughs>